Hello everybody and welcome to the movie calendar. My name is Lee. And I'm Terence. Uh, and we are here today to talk about the movie Parasite uh, and add the film to the movie calendar. So Terence, what is the movie calendar? Well, you kind of just touched on it. The movie calendar is an episode or a series of episodes that we are going to run where we pretty much talk about movies we love, where the goal of this is to place this movie on our calendar, the movie calendar. This means that if there's a time in the year that you're flicking through your streaming network, whatever you use to watch your films, you just don't know what to watch. Instead of time wasting, flick to the movie calendar and uh, it's right there. That's yeah, the goal. exactly. That's the goal. I think it's a, it's a, the idea was to, yeah, have a, have a, a full calendar um, with amazing pieces of cinema in it. Films that I love, films that, that Terrence loves. Uh, and, uh, and so, yeah, when you're looking for a movie to watch on a certain day, you don't have to worry about it. We've got you covered. You can just pick the day uh, and it'll be there. Uh, I really wanted this first episode to be about the movie Parasite. I think uh, it, it has earned, it has earned the right to be uh, our number one film yep. uh, on this video podcast. Uh, and and the, the entire inception of, of me wanting to do this uh, with Terrence was so that I could talk about Parasite. So, uh, yeah, here we are. Here we are. I guess the other thing to say is the movie calendar is not just the calendar of, of mine and Lee's. This is where we want your input. We're going to ask for you to tell us what day you think the film should fall on. We've got ideas of when we think this should fall on. Uh, the next films, we want your input as well. So, you know, you can reach out on Twitter. We've got uh, at the movie cal. We have an email, themoviecal at gmail.com. The website, moviecalendar.com. And what else do we have? Is that all we've got? That's it. That's it. That's the holy trinity. The holy so, trinity of reaching out to us. So at the end of this episode, we'll tell you what we're going to be talking about next week. Uh, and you can reach out uh, to us uh, about that film uh, and let us know uh, when you want that film on the movie calendar. And we might just pick your date. Yes, 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 yes. It has to be a good story. It has to be a good story. Oh, and there's one yeah, other thing we do us- along the way. We, you know, when you walk out of a cinema, you've seen it with someone. One of the biggest things that you do, the first thing you do is you start talking about your favorite bits. So there's a little segment we're going to do later on and we call it What About When? So this is where we're going to share some of our favorite bits. We ask for collaboration on that as well. Share your favorite moments and we'll read them out. If you send audio grabs through, we'll play them on the episode so that, uh, you know, you can have your say as well. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that yeah. when we get there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, for, right. for now, uh, we're going to uh, take a deep dive into Bong Joon-ho's multiple Academy Award winning film uh, and Palme d'Or winner, uh, 2019 Cannes Film Festival, Parasite. Wow. Um, now, how many times have you seen it, Terence? I've seen it an entire two times. I've seen this twice. That's good. Yep. That's not bad. <laughs> I have... <laughs> I've I've lost count. I just I rewatched it yesterday um, just to just to refresh it and to take some notes. But um, yeah, super super excited to get into this film. So, what were your favorite moments in this film? Wow, look, you can't ask a question like that. That's not what this film is about. This is this isn't a film about favorite things that happened. Um, I like how you've thrown to me. I know you've got so much you want to say about this and I've got to tell everyone that's that's watching this we have tried so hard not to talk about this with each other and save it for the episode. Yeah. So look, I've I've got a it's not about favorite things, but if I had to pick one thing, I've got to say that the way that um this was written has really made me so invested with the characters that 
I wasn't sure if I liked the film or not. And I had to realize that it was this masterful writing and directing that actually made me really feel animosity towards our, our family that we're following. And, and in reflecting on that, when I thought, no, I really don't like this film, I realized why well, I didn't like it. I didn't like the characters. He'd written them so well, he'd shot it so well that I was so invested that I was carried away with it emotionally. I was on for the ride, I was on board. So for that, I, I have to applaud it. And I love it just for that, as well as everything else. Everything else. The story was beautiful, very different. Yeah. Um, but look, look, look you, you tell me your thing too, because like that's that's only one. There's so much that this film has that we we've got to get into and, and break down. So what about you? Yeah. So, so we should we should mention as well. So Terence has obviously seen the film. I have obviously seen the film. So we are going to be talking about it as if you have seen the film. So if you haven't, you definitely want to watch this movie uh, before continuing this uh, this this podcast, whether you're listening to it or watching it, um, and then and then come back. Uh, to to hear us uh, have a have a good old chat about it, yeah. Um, or 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 not stick around. It might not be the film that you want to see, uh, and just and just listen to us if you're interested in that as well. But yeah, no huge way. spoilers. You have to go watch it. Yeah, huge spoilers. This is a film that yeah, you can't watch it. That it, you have to watch. Yeah, it. you want to know as you want to know as little as you possibly you can before be you watch this film. Exactly. All right, yeah. go 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 go. I'm eager to hear what you think. I know what you think, but um, I'm eager so- to hear the answer. So yeah, to to me, spoilers for anyone who knows me, um, I think that this is a perfect film. And I don't say that lightly. I think that every single aspect of filmmaking that is on display during the entire runtime of this movie is flawless. The direction, the acting, the writing, the cinematography, the production design, everything works as, as this cohesive mass of just perfection. Uh, and I, I am truly in awe of it every single time I watch it. Uh, I pick up something new every single time I see it, uh, and I and I am just enthralled from start to end whenever I put it on. It's not something that I can just put on in the background. I have to be sitting down and, and absorbing it. I don't even need the subtitles anymore. I know what's happening at any given time. I've seen it so much, but I still have to. I still have to just sit there and 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 let it wash over me. It's absolutely perfect. So it's so picking a favorite aspect of the film is is impossible. It would be like trying to pick a favorite child, I'd imagine. Um, but if like forced to, I would say it's it's direction. The, it's easy to pick a favorite so, child. It is easy. Well, I wouldn't know. So the Terence is a father. Um, hope his kids didn't didn't hear that. Yeah, you just don't tell um, them which one's which. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, I think I've heard my older brother say something similar. Uh, as well <laughs> oh god i hope they don't I hope my nephews and nieces never watch this um but yeah it, uh, it's the direction so for me this is the bong joon ho show uh and i'm i'm kind of scared for him as well because i don't know where he's gonna go from here after making such a perfect movie like mm. i do not envy uh what he's got next on his plate because the entire world's eyes are upon him after creating this this absolute masterpiece and instant mm. classic but doesn't that happen to every every academy award winner especially the best i film? don't think so everyone not in, not in the, the way that, that this had i think this one had such a large cultural impact mm. um and, and you know what i say i don't envy him i mean i do because he's just an absolute genius and yeah. look, if he stopped making movies right now his his filmography is just incredible but mm. uh, I, I i can't wait to see what what he does next but enough about that let's talk let's talk about parasite i think one of my favorite things about this movie and this is one thing that i really wasn't expecting 
is that the film is hilarious. Yeah. Like, it is a straight-up comedy for at least the first well, half. Funny and then yeah. No, it is, it, it is literally genre and I, I hate using the word genre for this film because it, it can't be contained within one, but if you look on IMDb, on the iTunes store and Rotten Tomatoes, it is categorised, first and foremost, as a comedy, which I would have to agree with. I've got it here. I'm looking... Yeah, comedy, drama, thriller. Comedy, drama, thriller. It's also a heist film as well. Like, there's just... There's so many elements in this movie that that shouldn't work together mm. the way that they do, but because the, the people behind the film are just, like, on an absolute another level from everyone else, it it works and it and it more than does that it it, it excels yeah um yeah so for me the it has yeah. to be the it's, humor it's crazy like, how they it, and how they took this idea and, and made it into something that people just love it's it's such a nasty nasty idea yeah but look at like you. it's you're gushing oh it's and how can you how can you not like the the film itself is 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 an absolute magic trick um where it it tells a story that doesn't really have any heroes and villains like you traditionally get in a in a piece of cinema like it's depending on what you bring into the film it almost acts like a litmus test like depending on what you bring into the film depends on on how you are when you when you leave like cuz you you get to see all of the acts uh, within the film through through whatever eyes you take in with you so whether you're you're with the you, we follow the poor family um but then you equally get uh, a perspective from the rich family as well like it's 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 absolutely crazy yeah 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 you could see how the how uh, i guess some people would think that this movie sets out to victimize the rich uh but then you could see how people think that all people in this in this social construct of of um, ill I guess ill-fated um, what's it called demographic I don't know living in some yeah like the lower socioeconomic yeah yeah that 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 they're demonized as well but yeah yeah in actual like fact, they all do horrible no things one was a hero yeah no no like the the family that we are introduced to at the beginning of the film uh, who have this incredible dynamic like I, I cannot praise these performers enough yeah oh this entire yeah. ensemble cast is just incredible the fact that none of them were nominated for an academy award is just an oversight that <laughs> that can't be understated yeah um especially the 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 woman who plays the poor family's daughter yes she I'm is good. just yes i'm glad you. she is up. just the, the mvp of the film for me yeah. uh everything that she does is just amazing but they are all they are also wonderful but yeah like that that family unit that we follow like it's played for laughs during the first half of them integrating themselves into the rich family's home yeah but they're doing horrible things to get in there yes but then when they're in there they're doing their job really well like it's they're not like once they get in they're not oh they're bludging we're here now like it's like they're they're actively doing a really good job. So it's yeah. a yeah, it's a really really interesting, interesting um, piece of cinema. Like I've never seen anything written like You're this right. before. You're they, right. They really try to do their best. It's like they've got a new job and they really want to impress their employer. They're not faking it anymore. They're they're in there. I think this is what 
disturbed me a little bit. I, I thought, oh, great, they found it. They've got jobs. They got them in a sideways manner. Okay, they conned their way in. But you know what? They're opportunists. They, they, they're not well off. They're desperate. They're looking for their next feed. The mother even, you know, when she's presented with the rock from Min, you know, she mutters under her breath rudely, easily the most hated character for me. You know, oh, food would have been better. Yeah. It would have been better if it was food. You know, I'm like, oh, jeez, shut up, woman. But, you know, it's just... Rude. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. But, you know, she, she, she does nothing but confirm my hatred for her character throughout the film. Um, really? Yeah, absolutely. How interesting. As a, as a person, as a human being. Yeah. You know, okay, we already know that they're con artists. We already know that they're narcissists. They're a family of narcissists that don't care about the hurt that they cause other people. But she's above and beyond. She doesn't care about physical harm that she does to anyone either, while the father shows remorse. So, you know, there's- Interesting. There's this, I thought yeah. I thought the opposite, so. Uh, well, see, this is the hard thing because they're all in on it to make a buck and they all know, what they're all complicit. They all know the damage yep. that they're doing to each individual that they are uh, kicking out of their job. You know, but- yeah. You know, I, I thought it was funny how the mother and father both take on roles of being more or less servants to the family, while the two kids take on the role of the educators and the professionals, yeah. the, the industry higher ups who can charge top dollar. I thought that was a nice, a nice play that they did there. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really interesting with talking about how how what like what you took from from those characters and yeah. what I took from the characters, and it just it just goes to show how good the writing yeah. actually is yep. and how well lived in these characters feel. They did um, it's so a term well. that I like to use a lot, and I think in this film it it, it is, is absolutely a a must to mention because they all they all do they all feel at, at, so real. At no point did I was the suspension of disbelief removed where I was looking at actors performing roles. They were those people, yeah. It, it, especially as I mentioned, the the poor daughter Jessica. Yeah. Um, like she's got such a rich backstory that we never see, which is so important in, into her role. Like, I, yes, they mentioned that she's good at art, mm. which automatically means that she's good at forging documents. Uh, and then when she finally gets the the job in a, at the rich person's house, tutoring, uh, becoming an art therapist for the young boy Da Song, uh, he, she legitimately gets through to him when no one else has been able to. Like so, there is a there is a skill there that she has and a backstory to her where she's good with kids that we never find out. And I just I just want to know how and and why. It's 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 incredible. Yeah, I think that those are things that. For the first half of the film, while you saw it as a comedy, I saw it as a really frustrating process. I I saw this as a, I don't know, it was almost done on purpose, and I, and I believe it was done on purpose to to focus on the desperation of this family to get what they wanted at any cost. So little things like time, that was irrelevant, uh, but it really threw me. I think when I watch films, I like to to create some sort of some sort of timeline that's the way that i can consciously follow a story i need to know oh this is two days later i'm that person who when someone's telling a story at a campfire i'm going to say oh how many days afterwards was that oh that makes it i like to think about it like that so this just threw me so all of a sudden they're forging things in photoshop and then the next 
day, he's he's off getting a getting this amazing job. And the day after, the sister comes in and is all of a sudden a professional in her field and breaks through to this child that no one could talk to and has him bowing to her when he leaves the town. Like, what? This isn't believable. What's going on? But you know, yeah. they they do a little bit of foreshadowing where. You know the th- the three oh, of a little them, bit. The, yeah, that's foreshadowing through the whole thing. But when uh, the mother and and the two kids, uh, Jessica and Kevin, are both strong arming the pizza shop owner to you know fire. They, they, this is just what they do, and this yeah. was the first sign of me really disliking the family. But also that was a little bit of a jump in character from what we'd seen, and all of a sudden they're really horrible people. So. Yeah. This is where you're talking about how this family construct that they have is just beautiful. They mesh so well. They're a beautiful, loving family. Okay, they're full on hard times. Where's the Wi-Fi? We're going to scum Wi-Fi off the neighbour. We are that that um, that poor. We can't afford it. Um, but yet we love each other. We support each other. Yeah, but, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that they're characters that are designed to be liked. Like, yeah, I think they I think they right. they get they get by in the film through humor and that's that's the the one and only thing that makes them endearing is 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 the humor yeah which yeah it's such a such an interesting interesting thing because they're doing yeah like i mentioned before just horrific things like they they literally poison the housekeeper with with an allergic reaction and to to make it look like she's got tb oh they frame someone as a sexual predator yeah um yeah yeah uh, the driver yoon yeah yeah, yeah. That poor guy. But, but then, but then they show empathy for him later. Like, I wonder, he was a young, handsome guy. Like, he would have got work, right? Like, no, they, they don't. Yeah, the father he does. does. The father does. The father does. They yes. don't. And that—that's my point. Yeah, the daughter. The daughter. The, the daughter has no empathy whatsoever for anyone above. She does have empathy for herself. The family that lives in the basement. Like during the during the party, her first yeah. instinct when she gets to that house is we have to bring food down to them because they're going to be hungry. Both the mother and the daughter have that nah. have that reaction. I think that's like we need more to take food of, down to them. I think that's just more out of regret that if they don't, they're going to cause a stink. And I don't know. I don't think know, it is. They're going to get found out. I think it's all just to think save themselves. No, nah, I think there's more there with 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 that one because um, I think that yeah, the men act violently and the women act empathetically, and I don't think that's an accident. In regards to the the family downstairs, anyway. Mm, maybe, maybe that's the only sign of empathy that the women in the family show. The only yes. sign, and I think it's out of fear. Yep. I don't think it's out of any remorse. Maybe we'll never know. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the idea that we can keep talking about it uh, yeah. after the film yeah. has oh, been yeah. seen. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. You know what? I feel really sorry for certain characters. Um, do, you, right. do you know who I would feel sorry for? Who I feel pity for? The rich daughter? I actually feel pity for the rich mother. But purely yeah. on, the, on the side of <laughs> thinking of her emotional state. Okay, she's in a situation where regardless of, of wealth she has to live with and bring up two children where one of them has been psychologically traumatized through something she has no idea she she has spent her life from that point trying to work him out and trying to trying to solve him and fix him 
she's got this desperation that that's the only thing that matters because she feels that she she's she's failed as a mother she this is a horrible yeah. thing for any mother to go through and in the meantime her daughter feels isolated she's ignored by the mother because the son gets everything she starts to feel spite for the brother thinking he's faking it when he looks up to the sky for whatever reason he does she needs the attention of her father who doesn't give it to her because he's all over the son as well so she she craves it from any male figure that comes into the house kevin min uh and she reacts like a like a total total cold person whenever there are any family activities so to some extent the daughter but more the mother and the son this poor kid who's living with this trauma with this haunted experience and then it happens again at the end like what happened to this family after they left the father's gone we we certainly know what happened to the dad (laughs) you know i just feel so sorry for them like that's we we don't talk about them but that's what happens in every film you know so i really feel for the mother and for the son for the for the little yeah. for um dasong um misunderstood ex- except for um jessica somehow you know finds some sort of key with him yeah I don't know. it's it's amazing how she does that. like that whole scene where she's interacting with him for the first time for the oh, yeah. at her first lesson and the mother is freaking out because she because she's not she allowed to be up. a part of the lesson because yeah, jessica yeah. says no uh, and she's downstairs tapping her foot like oh my god what do i do and she goes downstairs to the housekeeper oh you can go up you're not you're not family you can go oh good idea yeah. comes back up the stairs and they're sitting at the at the kitchen table and he's just you know well mattered sitting on the chair and she song, go up to your room and he gets up and and bows and goes upstairs and all we've seen from this kid up until this point is that he's just psychotic like he's just running about that you might have some kind of i don't know add i have no idea yeah yeah he's just he's he's uncontrollable up until this point where he has his very first lesson with jessica and it's just it's one of the the funniest moments in the in the film and all that and the 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 self-portrait slash chimpanzee painting that he (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> that about Kevin that. points out. Yeah. Oh, it's chimpanzee. No, it's self-portrait. Uh, what did, he says something really cool to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, so true. Like the the I don't know the, the the artist's perspective in the young is is beyond comprehension or or wow. something to that nature. Yeah. Such a it's, con it's hilarious. artist. He's, yeah. They, that, they and then the, on their feet. He's really yeah. good at that. Like I when like, and when like Jessica's that. sitting down with the mum, saying like like, Dasong experienced some kind of trauma in the first grade, and she. <gasps> You know, freaks out and starts crying, and it's like, oh, it's okay. There's see this area here in the in the picture. This is called the schizophrenia the zone. Schizophrenia zone. <laughs> and she looks at it and then looks over at the picture on the on the wall. And, oh, it's it's the same. I've stared at that that picture for for so long, and I never noticed. I'm such a bad mother. And she's like, so oh, it's okay. This is a box into Dasong's mind. Oh. What is in that bottom corner? Like it's a dark scribbly area, but she it's says just dark it's the same scribble shape. scratch. I don't know. She, she I think Jessica, like shape. she, she mentioned later uh, that she just Googled art therapy yeah, and then yeah. ad libbed everything. So she probably saw something to that effect yeah, written yeah. by I don't know someone oh, and, and ran with it. Out. Yeah. Well, oh. well, if you look at all, so I noticed on the last time I watched it, and in the spirit of me picking up something new every single time I see it, uh, there is there is pictures of Da Songs all over the house. Um, especially in his room they are littered all over the walls and they yeah. all have that little dark patch in the corner so yeah. maybe she's onto something who knows well he was every time he was drawing the face that he saw 
which we know is the... I, I call him the basement husband. I'd, yes, I, that, that sounds good. Um, it, it, all he does is he draws this vision that he had, this... How, how well shot was that? Holy moly. Okay, so... Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that in, in Yes, in, I thought we bit. would, but, um, you know, of course that freaks him out. So that's what he draws. So the whole thing is dark. I was surprised that it was dark. Um, but, uh, look, I don't know. But that was one of the things that I didn't like about it. How does she know so much? How does she know how to control a child that might have some sort of ADHD who you think... See, I think that's what makes the movie so great. some sort of spectrum. Maybe, maybe. I, I do like how, you know, they prepped us for kevin's character in terms of preparing us for the fact that he might actually be able to be an english teacher he's done a lot of exams in english and he knows a lot more than university university students so okay he could fudge his way through this that was good i think they did that really really well because that ad ad believe that added believability to the situation and i think i would have liked that for jessica but right jessica's such a pro like she yeah. she played three different characters in this film and to us the viewer she played them flawlessly and and really believably in in her own like I, I think she did a great job to your point earlier yes she was definitely the one to watch with this uh the one to watch like i'm a scout she was definitely the one that had <laughs> had it over everyone else in terms of her performance uh but uh I think I would have liked that a little bit more. It wasn't too far of a stretch to realise that the mother could become a housekeeper. Uh, it wasn't a stretch for the father to be a driver. He was a driver in the past, but yep. Jessica was a mystery. I don't know. I think I like I like that mystery. I have to I have to disagree. I think that with like like learning about her character to to justify those things. Mm for the sake of those moments, I think would, would diminish them. I think the fact that they happen yeah. in the way they happen yeah. is backstory enough. Like the, that moment that we were just talking about where she says, you know, Dasson go upstairs and he gets up and bows. I think that tells you more about Jessica than you would ever want to know. Yeah. Like it's all right there. So beautifully done in that, in that tiny moment. You're like, oh, okay, cool. She knows what she's doing. Um, and having yeah. anything before that, I think would, would, just be, would just be filler, would just be fluff. Possibly. It would, it'd be a bit of spoon feeding that we, that we don't really need. Yeah, look, look, that's fine. That was just one of my little little annoyances. And it, it is little. Sorry, I did, I did it again. I tend to what? get a little bit defensive about this <laughs> about this movie. Um, I try my best not to be. You're allowed to um, be. Because, you know... Yeah, no, no I, be defensive. I don't know. I, I have this, this weird kind of sense of ownership over this movie, which is completely unfounded, and I, and I should probably not have... But I just, I love it. I, I think it's, yeah, it, it is it is probably my favorite film, uh, which says a, a lot. Like I've seen, you know, lots and lots of movies. But I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is my, for now, my favorite film that I've, that I've wow. ever seen. Well, that's good. That's a good thing to be able to know. A lot of the time, if someone says, what's your favorite film? It's really hard. How many times I've been at work yep. and people have said, what's your favorite film? And everyone is left umming and ahhing for five minutes and then they go oh I, that's right there's i remember this one you know even me that's me got, that's that's what i've got that's what i'm normally like yeah it doesn't come along every yeah. now it, well it only comes along every now and then that one takes the, i think that's yeah takes the oh, and mine changes constantly like i'll watch a, a film and be like oh it's, it's my favorite movie until the next day when i watch a, a different movie and like, oh this is this is my favorite film 
Oh, uh, this, yeah, part of the reason why I wanted to do Parasite as the the first episode was because I hold it in such such a high regard and yeah. and, and respect it so much. Yeah. Um, oh, should, can we talk about some themes of the movie? Some themes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I really like that both families, or all three families, if you include the the family in the basement, they're all parasites yes. in some way or another. Mm-hmm. The, the the biggest example is obviously the poor family that we follow like they are literally parasiting off off the rich family like they can't survive without them um, because they're, they're providing them income which gives them food and, and shelter uh, but then the rich family like you look at what happens when they when they lose their driver or when they lose their housekeeper yep. they they literally can't function like the house shuts down the the dad is in the in the car being like oh my clothes are going to start to smell like my wife can't cook like they are parasiting off the poor family because they they can't operate without them um yeah. and then of course the family downstairs is is, is parasites uh yeah i yeah. think it's 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 so cleverly done um yeah and it's not until the movie finishes where you realize oh it wasn't just that one family that was the parasite or you know as the credits roll you think oh the family in the basement the husband the basement husband yeah. was a parasite too hang on a sec yeah oh no whoa yeah it, this has many many layers uh th- there are so many aspects to this uh, look at uh, i wrote it down i wrote it down De- the definition of parasite okay uh this is from the oxford english dictionary an organism that lives in or on okay. an organism of another species its host and benefits by deriving nutrients at the other's expense now when we're talking about it in terms of people It'll be a person who habitually relies on or exploits others and gives nothing in return. Fair enough. That's what that's what a parasite is. So, yep. yes, all of them were being parasitic towards yeah. the others, some to a lesser degree, but one of them actually yep. was a parasite to the detriment of its host. Killed the host, which is what a lot of parasites in other areas of nature are. A vine going up a tree will eventually kill the tree starve the tree and it takes its spot Uh, but I I did like seeing that and realising that theme throughout and afterwards as well I liked that I liked it awesome what about yeah I think it's it's an amazing theme what was your I don't know seeing it the second time obviously it wasn't my 11th time but the second time obviously picking up on on more little cues and again more foreshadowing more foreshadowing you know the uh, the stink bug right at the beginning and yep. then the fact that mr park refers to this stink which is actually the biggest reason that i dislike this rich family as well like they're so yeah. up themselves and so separated from the world that this yeah. is such a horrible trait to it's to have like i just despise them for it yeah, but, um, this film has such good minute details yeah. as well. Like, like you, you just mentioned then, um, and I'm going to paraphrase it. Yeah. So you said something like, "Yeah, they're kind of like they're so far removed, they're so far detached." Yeah. Um, do you know how they, how they're so wealthy, how they get their money? What Mr. Park does for work? He does virtual reality stuff, right? He's he works in augmented reality. So I, if you read the, if you read the the thing, and it's just, it's little, it's little details like that that just that get me, and what make this film so great. Yeah, the fact that he gets yeah. his money from from augmented reality is just 
such a beautiful little detail that speaks volumes yeah. to his character and to that family unit. It's just too deep. I was just, you know, just before this this episode, I'm thinking, damn it, I've got so many notes. I had so many notes on this film. I thought, I just can't. What am I writing an essay in school? I'm not. I'm not going to present yeah. this. I had so many talking yeah. points. I'm going to forget half of them. Half of them, and I'm not going to get through them. But yeah, it's so layered, and and the backstory is all there, and you know the fact that that the basement husband is so thankful for Mr. Park. You know he respects him, and he 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 knows that without him he wouldn't be able to survive. He knows yep. he's he's being a parasite, he's being a burden, but Mr. Park has no idea, no idea. Yeah. Ah, uh, what what about when they? No, what about when? Oh, what about when? That's no, later don't, on. Don't do no, what I about when's now. Ah, it was, I I didn't want to say what about when, uh, but more whilst of a parallel. We're, whilst we're just on a, a parallel on some. Yes, whilst we're just on some like the finer details, I've got a bunch here. I'm just going to cherry pick a few because if I don't mention yeah, yeah. these things in in the first episode, uh, I'll absolutely kick myself. So like <laughs> like the ti- it's the tiniest details that I love in this film upon rewatch. Like like when Min arrives at the house for the first time to deliver yeah. the metaphorical wealth stone, oh, so the, metaphorical. the scholar stone. Yes, of all I will ever call it is metaphorical wealth stone. Like he kicks off his shoes and as he walks in, like his feet stick to the ground. Like he looks down, just does a quick little look down at his foot because he's the floor is sticky. Really? Because you know the there's the family are filthy and and it's just been fumigated, so of course there'd be this residue all over the ground. So there's like there's oh. tiny detail like that. Uh, one quarter of the boxes that they fold are rejects. Yes. Uh, Bong Joon Ho has gone on record saying that all of the rejected boxes were made by uh, Mr. Kim. So the poor husband, he is the reject who made the bad boxes. Uh-huh. Um. This is one of my favorite ones, hanging up in the wall of the poor family in the poor family's semi basement, uh, is yeah. a is a silver medal. Yes. And the fact the fact that they hold a silver medal in such high regard that they get it, you know, put in a case and mounted on their wall is mm-hmm. again just one of those little details that that like that like they've never they've never been able to achieve really anything in their life so the fact that one of them got second place in something uh which would have been hammer throw for the for the wife um yep. is 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 held to such high regard that it's literally mounted on the wall and it's the first thing that he grabs when he goes into the house during the flood like it's he shakes yeah. the you know the sewage water out of it and 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 leaves uh. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah those yeah those little details are a part of the reason why this film is just uh, is incredible to me. Uh, I love those details with the with the fumigation when they go to he says should I shut the windows? He goes no no we need to get rid of the stink bugs. You know that I, I love that as a metaphor. I love that throughout uh, the the scholar stone. You know how that comes back. That callback is oh. is really nice. How that plays a part to bringing wealth to the family um I, I had a lot of things written down as well but you know what i thought i can't remember them all i've got them here on the screen i can scroll through but there are there are just so many the look if we go into the film a little bit you mentioned the the silver medal okay this is a, a, a signifying the accomplishments the highest they could ever get but we all we hear about is their failures as well when they are in the driver's cafeteria and yeah. 
Jessica asks dad you were a driver once right oh yeah that was before I was a valet oh you're a valet yeah and then the mother yeah. pipes in oh that was when just after the chicken no, shop it was, it was after you, the, the, the Taiwanese cake and shop and then the Taiwan cake shop went bust so they've had yeah. at least two businesses plus the valet plus being a driver that's four different things that they didn't do much uh, do well with which then plays a massive part later on which I picked up watching it the second time when we see the basement husband and he explains the situation that he's in, how that yep. ties in. I actually had to rewind and rewatch that and realize he was talking about Taiwan Cake Shop. Yeah, and he'd borrowed, he'd borrowed money from the wrong people for his Taiwanese cake shop that, that went oh. bust. Like the, yeah, the, the parallels between yeah. the two families is, um, well, he, is, no, is definitely not, a, not an accident. Taiwan Cake Shop made his business go bust. So when the Kim family opened Taiwan Bake Shop, Basement Husband's business suffered and it actually drove him into the basement through money lenders. Oh, maybe. It's a, it's a Ab- big no, city. No, that's exactly what he said. He said, Taiwan Cake Shop opened, my business went, and I had to go and borrow money from loan sharks. And as he said that, the camera cuts back to Mr. Kim, who is hiding on the stairwell listening and it goes to his face and he kind of does this little glance up. How have I not noticed this? Because Lee, I don't know why, but uh, you know what? I, th- I thought he tried to start a Taiwanese cake shop. No, that's why I had, mm. I had to rewind it. So there you go, picking up on new things about the film and I'm not even watching it. It's cyclical. Is that the word? It, I just thought that was, that was uncanny how they are the reason for the demise of not just one family but at least two families and who knows how many others along their way you know they're getting this other bloke sacked from the pizza place who knows what they did to the pizza company as well you know this this family is a horrible horrible family um and you know uh, basement husbands down there hiding from um money lenders loan sharks and in the end mr kim is down there hiding from the coppers so you know it's cyclical. Was it? Is that what yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. I'm um, glad I'd, I found I'd like that. to talk about Mr. Kim Let's talk uh, about for a little bit. Yep. I think that he has the most interesting arc in the entire film. Yeah. Where one of the first lines that he says in the movie to his son when he's he's going for the for the interview with his with his forged degree from his sister is uh, like, oh, so so you've got a plan. You have a plan, yeah. And yeah. planning. For, for him is such a big such a big part of his life he's obviously tried the he's been a valet he's tried to open his own business a couple of times yeah um, like he, he has had this drive to succeed and watching that throughout the course of the film just slowly <clears throat> get whittled away uh, to the point where when the flood happens and he they, they get to their to their semi-basement home and it's completely flooded with sewage water uh, and he is just broken. They go to the, uh, what is it, the, uh, the, to a, like a high school gym to sleep yeah. on the floor with all the other people whose homes have been, have been flooded. And he's just laying on the floor and he's talking about, you know what the best plan to have is to his son? It's just no plan. Don't, don't ever plan and nothing can go wrong. It doesn't matter if you 
betray your country or kill somebody mm-hmm. literally nothing matters just don't plan and at that point he is just an absolute shell yeah. of a human being he yeah. is just he is He's not broken. there which makes what happens at the end of the movie when he sees you know uh, Mr. Park hold his nose when he goes to oh. when he picks up the the thing like he just he snaps he's not even he's not even there he's not even aware of his actions yeah. at this point and he picks up the knife and he just buries it straight into into Mr. Park's chest and it's just it's so it's it's so horrific but it's so well earned from a storytelling perspective like his arc to go from where he is at the beginning of the film to be able to to full on murder someone mm. is is the dot points are are so well put in place that it's it 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 seems like it comes out of nowhere upon first watch but then once you really dig into it uh it's yeah it, it's all there as to how yeah. he becomes that i think it's it's incredible he starts so strong you know and he's the one who's you know no leave him open we need to kill the stink bugs he's folding right through it he's he's powering through doing the sloppiest job of all of them now now we know uh but yeah he is broken but he's trying he's giving it a go he's trying but he he's been giving everything a go nothing ever worked and he realized it's not just his own family he hurts He's also brought another family to shame to the point where they have to hide out in a bunker in a basement. So he is totally gone. He's a he's a shell of a man. And one thing that that I found a bit difficult to follow was why he kept why he kept saying he said it two times to Mr. Park about uh, but but you love her. You know when he talks about his relationship, and this is where Mr. Park yeah. always talks about not crossing the line. And I was yes. wondering why he why he said that in that final final scene that he's in uh, yeah at the garden party why he mentioned th- yeah th- but you still love her i'm like what are you doing you're trying to start a fight you don't say that to someone yeah <laughs> to your know. boss yeah especially when like the reaction was so strange the first time he oh. he asked the the exact same thing in the car yeah that relationship between the 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 rich parents is is really interesting and i want to know more about it because she seems super young to have Mm. a kid who is late high school um and the way that i think has happened i think that she fell pregnant quite early in their relationship and so they rushed to get married otherwise they probably would have been disowned by their families Mm. um uh, and then and then have just stayed together because of the children um and I think she's also self-medicating as well. Because whenever we see her, when we meet her for the first time, the yeah. housekeeper goes outside to get the madam and she's just, she's asleep in the garden. Yeah. And when the husband gets home from work at some point, when he finds the, the panties in the back of his car, she's just passed out on the couch um, and, and gets up and is all dazed being like, oh, what's like, what's happening? And, and then when the, and then the, the moment again on the couch, when the poor family is trapped yes. under the table in a great metaphor of them being cockroaches hiding from yes. from the light yes um and and they begin to to have sex uh she's saying like buy me drugs buy, buy me, me drugs. drugs like the, the they have this fantasy of like put on the dirty underwear it'll it'll you know that'll really get me going and it's just it's so disgusting yeah i mean i think i i to me, and I could be completely wrong, but for me, in my head canon, I think she's she's self-medicating uh, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, that'll explain why she was passed out on the table at the beginning. And maybe... 
I don't know, there was another reference to drugs when he found the underwear in the car and he says, you know what this yeah. means? And he whispers and it's methamphetamine. Oh or my whatever. God, methyl cocaine? Yeah, methyl cocaine. What if they find the powder? And I think, why he's would like, you it's, it's, He's like, what? relax, relax. Yeah. It, for, it, for now, it's just a, it's just a, it's a logical leap that I'm taking. Yeah. There's, there's no proof of it yet. We just have to let him go. Yeah. Um, and like, because that family is actually, is quite endearing up until the point where they just start haplessly firing all their staff which they have every right to do in in like uh, you look at the scene where they have to the mum has to let go of the um the housekeeper and they're sitting out in the garden and and the madam's got her, her head down and you're like oh that must have been a really hard conversation for for her to have like this housekeeper who has literally lived in this house longer than yeah. they have yeah um and at the end of the day and bong joon ho has said this in an interview He's like, no, that wasn't a difficult conversation because she's literally hired help. The conversation yeah. went like this. Don't come in tomorrow. I'm going to do your job from now on. And that's it. Yeah. And she just left. Yeah. Like, it's it's horrible. Yeah, I, 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 I had a thought then. But yes. Yeah, they, they live in this augmented reality where they can just let people go as they please without explanation. That was what troubled me as yep. well. I'm like, what did they tell Yoon, the driver? What did they tell him to let him go? Yeah. Uh, just keep it simple. Let him Nothing. Go. Just see ya. Fair enough. You're no longer our driver anymore. Thank you. Pay him a good severance and, yeah. and see you later. Yeah, fair enough. And he's, wasn't he saving up for a motel or a hotel? A motel. You know, they know what he Who was knows? doing, but they were happy just to nap. That was their, yeah. that's their stature. Another Another great thing as well about the movie is is all of these, the like the small bit characters, I guess you could yeah. call them, like Driver Yoon and Min, like yes. Min especially, yeah. absolute standout. He's in the film for all of two minutes, maybe, mm. but he's his presence is there throughout the entire film, like setting them, setting up Kevin to go and, you know, infiltrate the family, essentially kicking yeah. off the entire story. Um, yeah, like nothing is wasted. Um, I'd really like to talk about very quickly just about a cinematic technique yes. that's used in the film yeah. that I noticed, uh, which is it blew my mind when I when I noticed it, and then I did some research to see if I was right and found uh, a really cool video. I, I don't know who made it. I think it was the Nerd Writer on YouTube. Yeah, you'd have to I have to look at that. But there is a technique that's used in this film. Whenever the rich family and the poor family are in the same frame, they are physically separated by some kind of line like yep. it'll be the line in the fridge or a line in the wall or when they're going up the stairs there'll be a line in the stairs they're always separated which then comes back into the the dialogue of the film as well whenever uh mr park says oh as long as they don't cross the line they're fine but the smell crosses the line and it, it, it's just again that level of detail that i just i love wow. so much it's so carefully and meticulously yeah. made um, yeah, if you can try and find that video on YouTube, I, I think it's the Nerd Writer. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll find out and we'll add it into the description of this video. There'll be okay. a link in at the bottom of the of the video and and, and the mm. audio as well for um for that. Uh, I'll be able to find it and put for it that in there. technique. You know, it's it's interesting yep. that you say that because one of the things that I did write down was in that scene where Kevin goes for the interview and the housekeeper goes to wake up the madam. It's an extremely obvious split that they do. Kevin is looking out of the window. It's an over-the-shoulder shot, over-the-shoulder shot, and they use the split in the corner of the window to separate Kevin and the housekeeper from 
madam who's on this side it's a very obvious split enough for me to notice it and yeah. write it down um yeah the the scene where they're the cockroaches under the table as well they do this twice i love it they do a uh a, a tracking shot from over the top of the the park couple who are just about to get intimate and move across to the table and you see the mm. tabletop, but you don't see the family hiding underneath. Yeah. And then but the you, reveal, you know, yeah, you just, you feel them there. The reveal is a dropping shot where you have the upper class in their silk pajamas. And then you go below road level, you go subterranean, where you see in the darkness, the cockroaches yeah. on their phones, texting, living their entire life in this cramped space. I thought that was, yeah. height, that was nice. Height is such an important part of the film as well like from the opening shot where they can't get the wi-fi and so the dad says hold it high oh yeah so to yeah. get to get something good hold it high the fact that they have to walk up the giant hill to get to the the park family yeah. house yeah uh, and then the house itself having a sub basement as well as multiple levels and the more integrated the family gets the poor family gets into the rich family the higher up in the house they're able to be so when Kevin has his very first lesson with the with the daughter teaching her English, he's up on that top level yeah. and it becomes super intimate where he, he grabs her wrist and, and feels her pulse. And, and it's a real shocking moment. Like that's crossing the line. If the dad had been in that room, there probably would have been a conversation to be had. But yeah, but yeah anytime, anytime one of the, the poor family members goes up to the top level of the house, it's in a super intimate setting. Like Mr. Kim goes up there to tell the madam about how the the housekeeper yes. has tb yes. and they're like they're really close to each other in this con in con this confined space it's yeah. it's detail it's detail it's detail one, i love it one of the funniest moments happens in that moment when they're in that really confined space i don't know what that is it looked like a sauna or something i don't know i think it was a sauna yeah but, i don't um, know uh or maybe a linen closet or, i don't know but i love it how after he you know, he convinces her that she's got to fire her. And he says, look, I don't, I don't want to be a snitch or anything. She goes, oh, no, 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 no. He, he reaches up and just tentatively grabs her hand. I mean, through yeah. that whole scene, you're wondering what is going to happen here. And she, he shakes it. And I love her, her response. She's like, have you washed your hands? And his reaction, he's, he's <laughs> thinking, like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. I, okay. I cracked up in that moment. That was good. But yeah. that's again, it's it's the humor. It's the humor that's dotted in there that yeah. that makes what happens in the entire second half, especially like in the middle of the film, just so uh, so much more impactful. Yeah. Um, just courteous of time. Yes. Um, is there anything that you, else that you want to mention before we move into the what about? Yeah, there's so many. Okay, I've got a couple of questions. I know. Me too. Okay, the housekeeper at the biggest turning point of the film, where she buzzes to come in. Okay. Two two big questions why the hell is she laughing and the other question why is she beaten up why i'd say the loan sharks got her swollen yeah i'd say the loan sharks found her for the beating Ooh, up okay um or she's just been living on the street and living on the street is tough not easy rough. to do yeah. yeah it's it's tough um laughing i think she's probably just looking at like her whole situation and how absurd it is that she's got to like kind of break into this house and get her husband out of the basement maybe i don't know Oh, hang on she knows um, the family already 
Remember, she's she's looked them up. Remember, she, she knows, knows her name. she knows the the mum because she's still in contact with the the boy. Oh, okay. She um, but she doesn't know, know that they're a she, she finds out that they're a family unit in the basement when they fall. when they all fall down and and he and Kevin calls his dad dad. Dad, I hurt my foot. Yeah. Yeah, and she's she's recording it. I think that was a little um, bit that, sloppy, to be honest. When he says, "Dad, you hurt my foot. Dad, you hurt me. Don't call me dad." I'm like, oh. Really? really? See, I thought I thought the exact same thing uh, the first time I saw it, but then you've you've got to remember what like what they were doing immediately before they all fell down the stairs into the basement in that sloppy moment. Like they were all in the in the living room getting obliterated, drunk. Like they are, they're all yeah. wasted. So they don't they don't yeah. have that cognitive ability. Like they've been snapped out of it a little bit with like by finding the basement, but they're all still massively intoxicated. I wouldn't have been able to do so half I, the I stuff So I forgive it did. for that reason. I wouldn't have been able to make Randon if I'd just downed a half bottle of whiskey. That was a little yep. bit nuts. I would have just taken it. Like, they would have walked in. I was like, hey, I'm out of here. I'm fired. I'm out. Sorry. Like, that was that was one that was the last bit where I thought oh come on they would be off their faces and they can't they, they don't move for hours on end okay you've, you've, you've never had a few too many drinks and then something's happened where you've snapped uh, snapped out of it uh, I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> I certainly I certainly have been in in situations yeah, like that before yeah. so I okay fair uh, enough I believe it um, fun fact about that that whole moment when she rings the the doorbell I always yeah. thought that it happened like later in the film, like it, it kicked off yeah. like the, the third traditional third act, but this movie yeah, doesn't so adhere by any rules or standards of cinema whatsoever. Yeah, it was um, like nearly I, I, smack bang in the middle. I checked, yeah, I checked the time when that doorbell rings, it's at one hour, two minutes and 40 seconds. And the movie goes for two hours, six minutes and 50 seconds. So if you take away like the, the opening logos to the film, mm. it literally happens at the exact center wow. of the movie okay that that doorbell rings which wow. is just i don't that's know nice. if like how planned things. that was yeah of course it was but planned. it's just it's such a nice little yeah um, like mo- thing to to realize that yeah that the doorbell rings right smack bang in the middle of the movie yeah that would have been absolutely planned just like i'm sure in that scene where another piece of hatred towards the mother's character where she's talking about how she'd be nice if she was rich as well she's not nice and rich she's nice because she's rich where she talks about the matter and while she's having her little rant one of the dogs comes in from from the side of the scene and she just pushes it away with disgust and i'm like there you go i hate you but i thought how did that that she must have ad-libbed that but then i realized nah I watched it back and the dog goes for some food that's obviously under the table. Yeah. He's been baited something, to go there. there. So they've written it in. I thought that was that was really... It's incredible. Really good. Um, uh, okay, look, I've got a few questions, but I think we should move on and maybe in the next yep. bit I can throw some of these questions out at you. Do I have anything else that I want to mention? No, we'll probably get... There's a bunch that I've gonna, we're going to get to in the What About When. So, okay, all right. Um, we'll be able to talk about specific moments uh, during then. So should we move on to the next segment? Is the next segment What About When... Yeah. All right. Then so what about what about when, as Terence said at the beginning of the of this app, excuse me, uh, it's it's all about when you when you leave a movie theater for the first time and you're still processing the film. Uh, all you can really talk about with your friends is, oh, what about when this? What about when that? <laughs> Sorry. And so I. <coughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> you okay? Water. We uh, we 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 hold the utmost professional standards here on the on the movie calendar podcast. <laughs> one take, one take. 
when when <clears throat> here we're going to keep this keep all this in it's going to be great um so yeah that's that's the idea i actually reached out to a few friends of mine who i know have seen the film i actually organized a, a private screening for this uh, after it won the all of the academy awards mm. uh, a private and, screening and, yeah, in a it. in a public cinema you've just hired out in a cinema, cinema yeah there. so i had just want to clarify a, a bunch of people come along and fill up fill up a cinema and so I, I reached out to them i just sent them a message this being the first episode i couldn't really reach out on twitter and be like hey tell me your hashtag what about whens because people would be like what is that um but for future uh if you want to contribute to this segment if you reach out on twitter it's at the movie cal uh use the hashtag what about when for the the film that we're going to be talking about next week uh, and I will be able to to add it into the uh, into the podcast. Uh, if you want to as well, you can also, if you want to record it, so you have your voice play on the podcast, oh my God, wow. Uh, you can do that by sending an audio recording to our email, themoviecal at gmail.com. Uh, you'll be able to find links to all of these on our on our website as well, mm-hmm. themoviecalendar.com. Um, so what about when? Are you ready? I've got heaps, but I think right. we should listen to other people's. Yeah, I want to. I want to do this. I think these are probably going to cover most of them. Uh, there was a lot of double ups and triple ups and quadruple ups as well. So I'll do the first one from Kelvin. Yeah, I've got permission from all of these people to to use these as well. Uh, so Kelvin says, "What about when the old housekeeper gets kicked down the stairs and her head cracks into the wall?" Oh yeah, that's horrific. a horrific moment. Absolutely horrific. So what this this moment does so well. Um, especially in a full cinema because the movie has been so funny up until this point like pretty much a comedy until until that that doorbell rings mm. people are still kind of in that comedy mode because this is happening just after the struggle there's that there's the the what the hell is happening moment um while they the two families are the two poor families are fighting each other but then this kick down the stairs that the the new housekeeper gives to the old housekeeper she's telling me down the stairs there's laughter in the cinema with this oh wow it's great and like there's music in the background like just a a really nice score and then it's just crack her skull smashes against the concrete wall and all the sound drowns out of the film and the entire audience goes either gasps or goes silent it's it's such a useful uh sound in the film of just yeah it crunch it's it's awful so yeah what a what a brilliant what about when they deaden that sound yeah that they use it in a couple of films and they just it just goes boom it floored me as well yes that's yeah. a good one about when yes yeah i can can still hear it so we've got one from uh from reese um so here's what about when's he's got two he's cheated and, he, and I'll, I'll allow two for the first episode um just the rain having the just the entire rain sequence from beginning to end uh and the unveiling of the basement itself oh when she's running down there honey honey yeah oh that's a that's a horrific scene terrifying she don't know the the whole color changes as well they yeah. grade you have it no this, idea what's happening ghastly green you just look like, this is bad this is bad this is not a bad yeah. movie what's happening <laughs> and the movie yeah. doesn't let you sit in it at all like the second that that door opens the, our, the character that we're following is which is the the new housekeeper the the poor mum is straight down the stairs with the camera just running behind her like there is no time to to question what's happening or try and figure out what's going on you are right down those stairs and the music the strings pick up and it's just the tension builds and you're like i'm not ready to go down these stairs yet yeah it's it's oh it's it's absolutely terrifying especially when just before that it's a really comical 
a moment where she's trying to push the 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 buffet unit away by bridging yep. herself to the wall i remember doing that as a kid yep. i had flashbacks yep. i have nostalgia i'm like oh i used to do that drop there's, down there's boom. also there's also a fart joke in there as well when she's pressed up against the wall trying to push it she she farts <laughs> which i'm like so yeah we have a the academy award-winning parasite has a has a fart joke in it which is lovely mm. um we've got another uh, what about when uh, from Dan, uh, what about when the sister forges the document? Yeah, to him, that's that's just one of the funniest moments. And then the when the father's holding it up, being like, "Wow, does does Oxford have a major in in forgery? Because your sister would be at the top of her class." Oh my god, that's the second. Um, no, that's the first time it's referenced that her skill is amazing. Because uh, yeah. remember the time when she answers the phone as the this. I hope this isn't another what about when as the owner of the the classy service. And she goes on the phone yeah. and she walks past the mother on the table. And she goes, wow, she could be a real con artist. Oh. Yeah, she's got such a good voice for it. She gets that from me, the father says. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't. You're, he is, the, the father is like the, the least savvy out of all of them when it comes to conning. Like he's, like the, the moment, I'm going to do a what about when, this one's not on the page, but when, when they're practicing the TB speech. Yeah. Uh, during that during that montage and, and the, the dad's getting really big and bombastic and the son has to like tap him and go no dad just, you're up here just, just, yeah. just bring it down and yeah. so he, he brings it he brings it down a little oh, bit he's totally it's left so out he's out of the loop with all of this isn't he it's not his yeah, he has forte. no idea yeah uh, cool so uh, we've got a what about when from Jason uh, and it's his what about when is the entire montage that gets rid of the old housekeeper or the, the, the TB scene Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so yeah. from from inception to, to getting rid of her where they're like she's a she's a wolf in sheep's clothing, like when the family's not there, uh she she sleeps and she eats too much food and, and then mm-hmm. yeah, that that whole few minutes of getting from that moment to her leaving the house, yeah, is is hilarious. That's paced really, really well. The it's music so efficient. is beautiful. They they shoot it nicely. They use the chili sauce at the beginning, the chili sauce at the end. I yeah, I think it's very efficient. I'd like I like the storytelling of that, and I didn't mind that I didn't know how long a time period this was spread over because it was paced yep. pretty well. It didn't matter. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, excellent, brilliant editing. Yeah. Um, uh, Alyssa uh, has uh, just what about when he's writing and reading the letter at the end to his father. Uh, and you find out that it uh, that what you see when he's writing this letter um, doesn't actually happen. Oh. Yeah, because it's such a weird moment, right? Where you think, oh, so well, they're just going to tell us what like what happens to to him since he's been down there, but yeah. no, it's all just a fantasy. I do like that they leave it like that. I do like it. Yeah, me too. You know, there, it's it's more common these days that films will leave you in the lurch, but you don't know how this is going to end up. But there's every chance yeah. it could. This this leads me into a bit of a weird question. I'll do it after these what about wins, but in relation to how it ends, yeah, that's a that's a good one. I love that he dedicated so much time and he's writing this letter back. How's he going to get the yeah. letter to the dad? No, it, exactly. Like, what is his plan? Yeah. Uh, oh. What is his plan to get the... Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, he has one. Uh, to get this letter down to his father. Yeah, no, for me, I think... Um, and this is a, a bit grim, but so is the film in, in a lot of ways. I think he dies down there. There's no way he gets out. There is not a chance in the world that, that Kevin is 
capable enough to earn enough money to buy that house to get him out. There's just the when Jessica was killed, yeah. that was their their last hope. She was absolutely the the smartest and the yeah. most capable yeah. uh, out of that family unit. And when she died, that sealed their fate from ever achieving anything. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, that's what I think more. anyway. Yep. Uh, all right. Last maybe. last. What about when uh, we alluded it? We alluded to this one earlier, uh, and I'm and I've wanted to save it till last. This one is from Alyssa, Darcy, Jason, Dan, and pretty much anyone who has seen the film. And it is when the eyes appear at the top of the stairs, when we we see the the ghost in the house for the first time, uh, and Da Song's first yeah first uh, yeah fit. Yeah. What imagery? Oh, that was so creepy. It's so... it's incredible. That shot is just, you know, I. It stays with you. With, so, two kids and a son around that age, and I just think how, and maybe this is why I feel pity for the mother. I just think I couldn't imagine what it would be like for my boy to see that image. It would, it would drive him insane. He would, he would be on another level of insanity that I just have no idea. And I think it's some episode or it's a chemical imbalance or something. Oh, that was why I feel so sorry for this little boy. Oh, yeah. That, that, that yeah, that's crazy. That, that moment and you hear the rain and then it cutting to the mum who, who's imitating uh, the, the son, you know, screaming and oh, it's... Yeah, they, and it happened on his on his birthday. Oh, they cut that scene really well. Also, as she tells the story, and then she leans over, and the cake is there. You know, they, and the cake is lit on the floor. They directed that so clever, beautifully. And then the yeah. cake is the same cake that they use in the garden party at the end. Yeah, they, they call it something. She calls it his his something cake. Rehab- rehabilitation cake. Um, trauma 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 cake? rehabilitation. I don't, I don't something. know. I'm like, oh, what the. I don't know. And they and they try yeah. to reenact. It's almost like she's got guidance from a therapist to try to reenact yeah. a scenario where he is saved from something horrible happening yeah. to help him get over this thing. Trauma <sighs> trauma recovery cake, I think, trauma is recovery. is what she calls it. And it puts him but into yeah, a, that, like just into the a, eyes on the stairs. It puts him into a, a, a fit. He he ends up um, yeah having a seizure, which which yeah. happens. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I think he. I think Da Song. And I've spoken to a, a friend of mine who's a, a, a medical professional, um, and and she says that Dasong probably has some kind of uh, something in his brain where you know how he has those moments where he's yeah. like staring at the sky and like he, he's he's having like mini seizures where his brain just kind of shuts yeah, off possibly. and the family thinks that it's this inspiration brilliance. Um, which yeah wouldn't wouldn't surprise me in the yeah. in the slightest. He could have yeah, a so mental disorder, and he goes around as yeah. as a as a native a Native American Indian. Uh, you know, as a, I think it's a form of protection. He feels strong. He needs to be able to fight this demon. Yep. <sighs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, now, do you do you have any what about Wednesday that yes. we didn't mention here? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, when the okay, my first one is the the. The basement husband reveal uh, in the in the dark. What we just spoke about. Yeah, mine uh, too. What about when they go back into their sub basement and and 
Jessica runs into the bathroom and the toilet is spewing. It's, oh, it's regurgitated. Yes. And she just like goes up to it and yeah, just she doesn't care. Grabs her, yeah. smokes and sits. Up. I think that's hilarious. And they parallel it Lights with, up. with the old housekeeper vomiting into the toilet as well. You know, they, yeah. they cut back and forth there. I, I love that. I've never seen imagery like that except in yeah. Incredible. Ghoulies or Gremlins. I don't know, one of those 80s bad horror films um just the the just the yeah the the, all the fecal matter it's like trying to explode out of the toilet while she sits on it and and has a cigarette is just Um, is so great okay here this this is a what about when that's bigger than any other what about when sorry everyone who contributed there what about when basement husband comes chasing after kevin with the scholar's rock and he comes up to the top and kevin coat hangers himself and he lifts it and he actually drops it on his back so you you don't see it you don't see the first one you just hear the crunch of the rock hitting his head and you're like oh my god that's terrific then you see the the blood and and then yeah he just yep picks up the stone again in a nice wide shot smack that what about when kevin twitches that what about when got me the what about when he runs out into the garden party with the knife bloody I think face there's so much humor in leading up to that as well like when he's he walking walking through the kitchen and he grabs oh, yeah. a knife out of the knife block yeah. and walks out. So he hasn't been outside in the sun for God knows how long. Four probably years. Probably months, maybe even years. Days. Well, he has he has been out because when the family's away, yeah. the parasites come up and yes. and, and sort of the cockroaches. You know, rule the house and, and listen. Yeah, exactly. Well they say it. Uh, four but yeah, years. who knows who knows how long he's been down there for. But yeah, he comes yeah. out into the garden party and everyone's having a good time and he like he's <laughs> he's like adjusting his eyes. They're just sort of looking around, having a having a good gander at the party until yeah. he until he sees his target target, and then just yeah. And it's oh, right at the moment, straight into the chest, where they're going to fake an attack anyway. Yep. You know, so and this poor boy, this poor boy sees his nightmares come to life, literally. Yeah, looks at him, and and then his dad dies. Uh, <laughs> oh. What what happens at the end of this film? It's just oh. it 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 turns so uh, violent. What about when Jessica gets stabbed? <sighs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what yeah, about nuts. when? What about when Mr. Park rolls basement husband over, holds his nose because of the smell, and that's yeah. all the motivation Mr. Kim breaks him. to go and, and and do it? Yeah. Oh, that's a, oh, what a what a ride after that halfway yeah. point. I stopped seeing anything as being funny. I was like edge of my seat. That was thriller territory for me. I didn't see any humor in yeah. anything. I just saw sadness. And I thought I'm watching a different film now. Uh, yep. When Kevin's upstairs with the, 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 the daughter of the rich family and he says, oh, you know, would I fit in here? I, I hate yeah. his- Do I belong here? His narcissistic personality where he doesn't even, see, like he still thinks he can make a life there. You know, they're talking about him marrying this girl what are they going to do with the family he's ready to just ignore the family and the family are all along with it yeah you could just hire another family hire people to be your parents yeah yeah we'll just be continuing to work here oh yeah just there are so many so many things in this that are so wrong but the fact that we're so invested just the, the way we're talking about it now i think it was done so right it was done so well uh um, look, there are a couple. There are a couple of other things, but look, I, I think I think it was a. a look, we could we could easily easily go for a couple more hours on this, but we we, we, we won't. Going. We will. 
we'll hold back. I, th- I think we're doing rather well for time, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I've said what I wanted to say. I've said what I wanted to say about the the Rich family and how I feel for them. Uh, you touched on. I just I just know that the, the second that we stop recording, oh, we're going to go. Oh no! <laughs> I didn't mention this. That's right. We might revisit it at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Who knows? Uh, no, look, I, re- I'll, if if I think of some more things, I'll just I'll reach out on Twitter and be like, oh, I can't believe I forgot to mention this or that. Yeah, right. I'll just text you. I had okay. I had a couple yeah. of questions. A couple of questions. Okay. Um, let's. Uh, we don't have to dive in. Uh, and uh, why does the mother start examining the underwear that Mr. Park finds in the car? She doesn't chuck it. She she starts to look through it she started she lays it out on the table with gloves she's inspecting it okay that was a weird why'd she do that she's a bit crazy drugs i don't know that was one question um why is the housekeeper laughing yeah, I, 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 the, I can answer that one very quickly i don't know i have no idea just a just a, a quirky thing. character trait for people that for it. that person people do it uh okay why why are the stairwell lights that we realize basement husband is activating these yes. lights one of my favorite things. Why on earth was it designed so that they are activated with a single switch that drops directly below into the secret basement? You'd have Why to ask the like genius that? you'd have to ask the genius architect that designed the house. I have I have no idea. Maybe uh, maybe in between uh, the the architect moving out and the Park family moving in, he did some kind of rewiring who knows just to give him something to do um he's like he seemed pretty savvy um like he might have had some kind of I don't know, electrical engineering background i have i have no idea but i i love that mechanism and how did you go watching it the second time around when we first meet mr park and he comes up the stairs yeah. and the lights yeah. go flick flick Flick. Look, to be it's honest, just, oh. I noticed it the first time, but the first time watching it through, I never actually connected it. Even when it was a reveal that that's what he was doing, I didn't think, yep. oh, yeah, I saw that before. I saw it no, afterwards. But the second time, yes, I picked up on a couple more times when it happens. Um, but, um, yeah, that, that confused me. But, it, you know, the, the blood on his forehead oh, the blood. from doing it, that's just the crazy. Morse code. And the first picture we see of, of Da Song, the one that's framed on the wall... This character, who we know is the basement husband, has blood on his forehead. But the vision we see of him, he wasn't bloodied on his forehead. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. I want to know how many times Da Song has actually recorded Morse code and seen these lights. Was it in the tent that it was the first time that he saw Morse code going on? Yeah. Because he was recording it. Um, I can answer that one. Yeah. Um, he he is just learning it. So it's, it's something that he's just started learning. In Scouts. Uh, in, in Scouts. So yeah. you can actually see when he is... When he is writing out, I think he's trying to write help, help. but Hold. he's he, he got it wrong. He gets one of the letters yes. wrong. Yeah. Um, so he's not quite proficient in it yet, but he's getting there. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was that was smart. I mean, that was also foreshadowing how Kevin would actually discover that his father was in the basement. So at least we know that that mechanism existed. Um, yeah. Uh, I think there's only one more. Oh, yeah. Why on earth would you hold a garden party in a garden that has a flat lawn the morning after it's had torrential rain falling on it for hours you know that you don't walk on that lawn you know that it's going to be a mudslide it's going to be a mess you don't do that it's a good question 
Um, they've, just, I don't know. Saying, they've probably got some saying. kind of. It's remember this this house and the yard included has been designed by this genius architect. Good it's probably drainage. got some kind of irrigation system. Great drainage. That it's yeah. It, who who knows? Um, and the sun came out, and there was a garden party that ended up happening in the afternoon because um, they all slept in and yeah. had to run chores and errands and. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was an afternoon party, so it it probably dried. The sun was out very early in the morning, so who knows? It doesn't happen like that. You've never lived in a house with lawn, have you? Obviously not. All right. Um, there was there was, uh, damn it, there was one other thing I wanted to bring in. I forgot. I don't know. It's not worth it if I don't remember it. It's not worth it. Um, look, I yeah. What a ride. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. What a run. Uh, what, what a film. Again, like I, I mentioned earlier on, for me, and I hope the enthusiasm enthusiasm came across, like I, I truly think this film is perfect. I don't think that there is an area in which it, it falls flat or fails or even just wavers at all. Um, I, I, I love it. It's why I wanted to make it the first film. It was a bit risky to, to choose. There was a, a bit of discussion around, should we make this the first film? Um, and maybe maybe do it on, in like a few episodes time to once we've kind of figured out a groove. But yeah, ultimately we we came to the conclusion that no, it respect it and make it first. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if 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 we don't end up liking <laughs> liking this episode about Parasite, we'll we'll do another one. It'll be okay. Yep. Uh, look, I reckon we've talked this quite a lot. Uh, we could keep talking. We'll talk in circles. We'll make it cyclical, but no one wants to hear that again. Let's. Are you happy if we move on? Let's let's get yeah, to the yeah. Uh, let's the let's go to the next the next section. All right. Let's uh, let's get to the movie calendar. Uh, it's the movie calendar time. It's movie. Calendar. But the whole reason why we're here. Um, so yeah, now we we so Terence and I are going to pitch each other essentially as to right. as to what date we think that this film should fall. Um, the dates are, are based on a combination of like for me, I think. What would what would be the best day to watch this movie and and why uh, in the year? Um, uh, and so, if you want to contribute to this section um, for next week or for any episodes after this one, um, the best way to do it is to send us a, an email. Um, Terence will put the the email uh, somewhere here. Uh, it's the the moviecal at gmail dot com uh, with a little story as to as to why you think a certain film should be on a certain date. Uh, and then we might be able to put it on there. The calendar will appear on the website as well, uh, themoviecalendar.com. Uh, so you can just click on the on the date that the movie's on, and you'll be able to see uh, who recommended it to go there and the reason why. Um, it's going to be it's going to be super cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, um, so I've got a date in mind for this one. Did you want to tell me yours? Yes, I have a date okay. in mind. I look. I I was trying to think of ways that this could relate to me personally, a way that it would be a a really monumental. Um, day in the year maybe something's in society and you know maybe there is something great I couldn't think of it and I just I just thought you know what this was uh, Academy Award winning it was it was breaking all the norms in film there's a very different film very different genre um, and oh and first foreign film to win an Academy Award right so to win the best picture to win yeah, best, to win picture, best not, picture yes not Academy Award the best picture um, I thought wouldn't it be fitting to looking at IMDb's website here to put it on the day it was released the 30th of May that was its release date and pay homage homage, homage to Bong Joon-ho and the film itself yeah it might be a cheap cop out but you know I think that that's a nice day for it but now uh, no that's that makes total sense let's hear uh, that would have been the 
that would have been the date that it premiered. That would have been the Cannes Film Festival, yeah. I'd imagine. Where it won its first. Um, was where it where it first was shown to an audience and 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 blew their minds. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and appropriately so. All right. Um, so yeah, my my date is in a similar vein. Yeah. Um, I've chosen the tenth of February, or the 9th of February, but I'll get to that in just a moment. So on the tenth of February, uh, in Australia, uh, twenty. 20 was when this film changed the world by becoming the first foreign movie to win best picture at the academy awards um and so that's why i've chosen that date because it 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 was an absolutely groundbreaking thing to happen i was championing championing it for it to happen uh and yeah the the fact that it was able to do that has just now paved the way for uh for other filmmakers to 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 have motivation to yeah that they can do it too like it's it it literally changed the world that day yeah uh for the better like the, the world became a better place for cinema on that day um so that's why i've chosen now the 9th of february was when it sunday the 9th uh 2020 was when it it happened in the u.s uh but i wanted to put it on the the 10th because that's when it happened in uh in australia oh Oh, oh! I'm torn with that. Which holds more significance to me, and it's 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 my calendar. It's an, it's an, an calendar. <laughs> it's an anniversary. It's an Australian of, calendar of uh, something that was personal to you. Yeah. Oh, are you taking away the relevance of its of its uh, impact on society by making it a day that was after the day it happened? Oh. It's, it it is the day that it happened where I live. All right. Okay. Oh, this is going to be tough. Well, you know what? Dave, release. How should we do this? Should we flip a coin? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving you enough know what, to Lee? that. No way. You know what, Lee? I, I, I will happily concede my date because I think the reason is great. i got to tell you, I'm not sold on the date, but I will let you have it. I'll let you have it because I know what this film means to you. This is your favorite film of all time. This is huge enough to be your day. And I think it's a great date. What is the date again? Thank you. So it's going to be the 10th of February. 10th of February. Parasite. Lock it in. Lock it in. Locked in. Oh my God. It- <laughs> How can we have our first movie on the calendar. This is so exciting. <laughs> I want to do a Kermit yay. I can't. Anyway, I can't do yeah. that. I can't believe it. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's amazing. So, now, on the 10th of February, from here for the rest of time, however long you're watching movies. Eternity. Uh, you, can, you can wake up in the morning and say, what, what, what movie should I watch today? And you will, you'll be able to watch Parasite. Yeah. Um, Get that's the gonna kids be really around. Cool. Bring in no, the don't, don't watch this one with the kids. Who, no, would, who Terrence, would you bad. recommend see this? Bad, Terrence. Who would you recommend see no. this? Who? Yeah. Anybody who has eyes <laughs> and ears that work. <laughs> and those who don't. Actually, they don't really... They don't need to work. Um, actually, I want to correct myself very quickly because people are going to tweet at me because yeah. there's film nerds that are probably going to watch this. Okay. I said that the film ends at two hours, six minutes and 50 seconds. Yes. That's not to the end of the credits. That's when the film goes black and the credits begin. I okay. know that people, they've probably already tweeted at me and now I've said this and now they look like the fool. So 
Uh-huh. Sucked in. Full on you. This film has the smallest font for credits that I've ever, ever seen in it's pretty small. my life. And the most icons of logos right at the end of the credits as well that I've seen. Yeah. But they had to get through a lot of names and they only had one and a half songs to do it in. It was pretty good. I like the music too. <laughs> oh, the, the score is incredible. No, we can't talk about it. It's all done. No, we mentioned um, it though. It's the, hey, have you ever had a rain run? They're running from a horrible thing in the pouring rain. Have you ever done that in your life? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing to the extent that they went through. Oh, yeah. I never uh, heard but, but yeah, I've had to run in the, in the rain. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so let's talk about oh, Barry, that more, uh, rather mention what we're going to yes. be talking about next week. All right. Um, very exciting. Uh, so we're going to stick within the same vein of, uh, of Parasite. So this film is going to be uh, quite similar. I'm really bad at sarcasm. Uh, but next week, uh, we're going to be talking about Pixar's Inside Out, uh, which I'm uh, very, very excited to talk about yep. uh, and place onto, uh, onto our calendar. I have no idea what date it's going to be yet. So if you have a date in mind, please uh, reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know. The email is um, themoviecal at gmail.com or Twitter at themoviecal. Uh, and let us know what date Inside Out should appear on the calendar and why. Uh, best yeah. story, uh, we'll be able to to go in there. And if you um, haven't watched and- it recently, watch it again yes. and send us in your what about whens. Uh, yeah, what so about it's, on, when? it's on Disney Plus. Email it. Um, yeah. yeah, you've got a number of ways that you can watch it. Um, use, use Twitter for your mm-hmm. what about whens is going to be the best way to get them to me. Um, so that's at the movie cow. Use the hashtag what about when so I can find it. If you just want to talk about movies with me on Twitter at the movie cow, I'm happy to, to have a chat to you there. Um, but yeah, next week is Inside Out. <sighs> Change of pace. I guess it's the parasite of Pixar, right? No. No, I, I can't it. wait to hear you justify <laughs> that next week. You've said it now. You put your foot in it. You're going to have to find parallels now, and I can't wait to hold you to that. Sure. I have to just write yeah, that down. Got it. I got it here. I've seen it. He, yeah. yeah good. I'm sure. I'm sure you're ready. Um, cool. So that's right. it for the first episode. Thank you so much, Terence, right. for doing this with me. Um, I've wanted to, to do something like this for a long time, and, and you've really enabled it for me uh, and held me accountable to it, which has been the one thing that's kind of held me back. Beautiful. Well, don't make me um, regret it. Keep me accountable too. It's be- <laughs> I hope I hope I won't. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's got a thin line with this episode, but yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been really cool. I hope everyone has enjoyed watching and listening. Uh, well, we're going to try and do podcast and YouTube uploads and things and try and keep oh, it as yeah. a weekly so thing if we can, or as best we you can. can. You can find this. Um, on uh, uh, through the the podcast app uh, or through iTunes, um, or there will be a video format. If you are listening to this um, just with your headphones on, there is a video on YouTube. You'll be able to find us on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, the Movie Calendar. Uh, just search for that, and you'll be able to find yeah. it. The Movie Calendar or the, the Movie pod- Calendar? I don't know. You'll find it. The, the The podcast will be released first, and then a few days later, um, after it's been edited, it will go up on the uh, uh, on the YouTube's. That's the goal. We're going to try and do no editing, right? One take. One take. Flaws yeah, and all. That's that's the idea. With all of the coughing and spluttering from putting water down the wrong hole. I'll edit that out. Uh, included. I'll put some character. No, if if he tries to edit it out, uh, Terence had a had a massive coughing fit with uh, with water in his throat. All right, we should wrap it up. All um, right. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, thank you to Terence. Thank you. For, yeah. Thanks for listening. Please let us know uh, where you want Inside Out to be on the movie calendar. Thanks. And Luke. We'll see you soon. See you later. All right. Bye.